0: Hello there, and welcome back to the BU podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time, to give you new, inspiring information to help you in your life, and to remind everybody listening that you're never alone. Hope you are blessed and well out there, and hope things are going your way in your world. Just wanted to say before we get into this episode of the podcast that this past month, January 2023, has been our record month for downloads so far and the downloads are still coming in. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's been listening. I want to thank the people who must have been sharing, spreading the word however you are and I want to thank the algorithms (laughs) that seem to be working in my favour and more people finding the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's amazing to see the growth. I put a post out on Facebook um, just this week where I compared My first month and the numbers I got then, which I was pleased with, with the numbers that I've got this month, which is over double what I got back then, which is just so cool. So it just shows that what we're doing is slowly but surely growing and more and more people finding it. So thanks again to everybody who's been contributing to that. And I hope you feel part of the BU community and part of what I'm trying to spread here this positive message that I hope is empowering and helping people out in the world. So without further ado, Let's get into today's topic. What I wanted to talk about today is related to, should be a short one, I think. I always say that and it ends up being long. But I think today should be a short one. What I want to talk about is an insight that I had when I was out just this weekend doing a little bit of work on the allotment. Now for those who have not been listening for very long, you may not know that I do have a massive love for all things gardening and I have an allotment on the other side of my garden. So you've got my garden, if you can visualize my garden, then think of my back fence and then just on literally on the other side of my back fence that's the allotment there we have a plot we've had it for a few years now and on that plot we've got everything you can think of we've got the works we've got a greenhouse we've got the plot obviously of land we've also got loads of fruit trees as well and then along the fence along the perimeter of our allotment on one side we've got blackberry bushes running all the way along the side so when the blackberries come out it is amazing so cool and so our allotment is rocking. It's a really great place to be. I love spending time there. But just this weekend, I had to do a job that I've been putting off for a while. So what I had to do was I had to get out there and I had to trim the fruit trees back. Now, the way to trim the fruit trees is not what I'm going to get into on this podcast. I was literally just going to go into a detailed explanation of how to cut the fruit trees. <laughs> but That's not the most important thing. All you need to know to cut a long story short is that I spent a few hours out there and big up to Brian who helped me out as well massively. Brian and I cut my fruit trees down. Now, you might be thinking, why on earth, if you have a fruit tree, would you need to cut it? What is the cutting doing? Well, in a nutshell, we're cutting for a few reasons. Reason number one we're cutting is because We're allowing light to touch every part of the tree. That's really important for the tree. And we want air to circulate freely through the trees. And these trees are really overgrown. So that would have been a struggle for both the light and the air. And another reason why we are cutting the trees is because we're getting rid of the old and we're allowing space for new growth. And when I was doing that, that was the thing that I thought that that really hit me. And I was like, wow. In some ways, that's a lot of what we're doing on this journey through life. We're cutting away the, as a process of the process of evolution feels like it's a cutting away continually of the old, which then allows space for the new growth to come through in that space. And so that was the insight that I got when I was on the allotment and I was cutting down those trees. And without that sort of cultivation, the tree. Can't reach its ultimate potential. Yeah, it might reach it in size, but in terms of yield, from my perspective, what I want it to do, the tree can't reach its full potential without that shaping, without that cutting of the old and allowing the new to come through. And suppose what I saw and what I realized was that we are similar insofar as in order for us to get to our potential, whatever that potential is, and whatever field we're thinking of developing that potential is, there is that twofold process of letting go of old things and then allowing new things in so then the question becomes well if that's a big part of the journey of life shedding the old to letting the new in what areas can we find those places of change and so the question then becomes what what could need cutting and so I made a list of things that I found are like the key areas in life where we can find things that need to be you know, removed, shed, dropped, cut away in order to allow new things to come into that space. And the first thing that I came up with was our belief system and our ways of thinking. And so those who've been with the podcast for a while or anybody who is clued into, you know, personal development and understand conditioning and, that, and what conditioning is and how it works will know that over time, we have developed a unique way of thinking that's unique to us based on our upbringing, the messages that we heard and the people that we heard them from. And then that information builds up a picture of the world that is almost like downloaded onto our brains and then is set there and and basically then influences and impacts the world that we see. And that is through our programming, which I've just described, and also our beliefs. Now our beliefs are our thoughts about the world that we believe you know, the things that we see that we suppose are true. Those are our beliefs. Now, the thing about our beliefs is sometimes we can have beliefs that serve us in life. You know, they're life-giving, they're helpful, they allow us to, you know, go on and do the things we want to do in life. And other times we can have beliefs and thoughts that are not serving us at all. And it's those ones when we discover them and we see them, they're the ones that, in my view, are the ones that evolve and drop away to allow either nothing to come back in its space. It's not that we need to replace a fort with a new fort, you know, replace old conditioning with, you know, fancier looking new conditioning. Sometimes it can be a case literally of just chopping away the old to allow a, a, a freer, more expansive expression of life to come through in that space. It's not necessarily that we need to implant a new belief to replace the old one, but sometimes, you know, people do make that shift from having something that's extremely negative to replacing that with something that's more positive. But I don't think that's necessarily the ultimate requirement, but shedding the old definitely allows us to move forward with far more freedom. And so the realm of thinking and our beliefs is definitely one area where you can see this. And this is something that I think everybody can relate to. You know, the way, if you cast your mind back, if I cast my mind back to the way that I used to think when I was, I don't know, 14, and I relate it to how I think now, my mentality is dramatically shifted. My beliefs has dramatically shifted. And the way that a lot of my beliefs um, actually fell away was through living an experience of something that i thought was one way and then realizing through experience and life has seen it that it actually wasn't that way and in the face of that evidence having the open mindedness to say like a scientist well this is what i thought was so this was my prediction but life is showing me this experience and well, I've got to go with the experience rather than going with my prediction of what would be. Therefore, that allows me to cut away anything that I see in my real life actually does not add up to the beliefs that I had in my mind because I realized that a lot of those beliefs I had in my mind are not all my own. I was not the originator of all those beliefs. Some of those I've picked up from family, friends, authorities that I trusted in, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. That's just a part of being a human being beliefs are put on us. Programming happens. But just because we've inherited this particular belief system, this particular programming doesn't mean that we're stuck with it forever. That in itself is a belief. And so challenging our own beliefs, challenging our thought system and releasing and letting go of those things that we see no longer serve us will, is, will do wonders for us. Another area where you may see things need cutting, releasing, letting go could be in relationships. Now, relationships come in lots of guises so we've got you know usually when we hear the the word relationship people typically think of romantic relationships um you know two lovers (laughs) lovers I don't know why I went all Shakespeare there (laughs) big up to the Shakespeare fans I'm a massive Shakespeare fan by the way on a little aside there my favorite Shakespeare play has to be Macbeth I just think it's an incredible piece of work um What about you? What's your favorite Shakespeare play? I want to know now. I know Romeo and Juliet's a popular one, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, popular fellow, but Macbeth is the one for me. Anyway, I've digressed a lot. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, relationships. So relationships come in all these different guises and sometimes when we look, we can see actually this relationship as it is, is not serving me as best it could or the dynamic between us, you know, us, one and another one, or the relationship, the dynamic between us as a group isn't quite working at the moment. So it might not be we've got to drop the relationship completely. It might be that we just need to shift the dynamic a little bit of how it's working to make it work a little bit better because relationships are so influential in the quality of our lives. Fulfilling and rich relationships are like the bedrock of an enjoying and fulfilling life because if you think about it, we're in relationship to other people all the time, family, friends, colleagues, just people who you, you know, mixing with when you go to the local supermarket, and just walking around. Like no matter where you're going, you're in relationship to somebody. And so the quality of our relationships, if they are rich and fulfilling and life giving is definitely going to contribute to our overall quality of life. And so that's definitely an area to worth looking at and reflecting and saying, is this working? I want it to be working or is there something I need to look at and analyze there? Careers is another area where we may be holding on to a job for too long because it's safe, because we don't want to give up that cash money to go and find something that's more suitable, which is going to make us happier. And so a lot of us get to a point where say we've been in a career for a long time and then we see an opportunity over there. It might not be as much money, but we know the work's going to be more fulfilling. How many of us choose the fulfilling work? over well i need to maintain this this level of money this level of you know security coming in is something worth you know looking back on is something worth reflecting on is my career is this career as it is is this where i want it to be is this something that i want to continue on and progress up this ladder or do i need to move to another ladder and start climbing that one instead because i know that going up that ladder actually is going to be more fulfilling it's going to be more life giving to me Another area may be health, and this was one where I've been focusing on recently, is there's been things in my health that I've wanted to work on and focus on. One of the things has been these late-night treats, boy. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know if any of you um, have ever watched Nigella Lawson's show, Big Up to Nigella Lawson, you know, celebrity um, cook. And I remember she had this series where she'd make all this great food and you're like, oh, that food looks ace. And then at the end of the episode, they used to show Nigella going into the fridge really late at night and like taking bits of food out and having a massive bite like really late at night. And I obviously thought that was a great idea because I've been doing that for ages. (laughs) I've been going to the fridge for late night treats and it's not been great for my health. It's not made me feel great when I've been getting up in the morning, feeling sluggish, feeling a bit blown and bloated. And so... That's been something in the new year that I've been looking at. And it's it's something that I've tried to move away from and, and sort of start to regulate a little bit because I know I feel better for it when I don't do it. So that's one area in my health that I've looked at and gone, yo, you need to calm down on the late night treats. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Rain it in a bit and adapt it so that it's working better for you. So I've got a little thing going on there now that I think is going better. But health is definitely a place where we can look and see. Yeah, that works great for me. That's that's works great for me. That doesn't work so well. What can I do about that? Is there any help I can get around that? Because don't forget, as well, we don't have to do all of this on our own. Like, these are things that when we realize them and we're aware of them, we can go and get some help from someone who we think can, you know, can support us. And they may help us to get to the other side of said health challenge, whatever that health challenge is. But health is definitely an area to look at and think, you know, have I got some things in this area that I've been going on for too long? I've been holding on to that habit too long. It's not helping me. You know, I've been wanting to get go on, get, get going on that particular habit and I haven't started it yet. It's definitely worth looking at. I'm still in that new year energy and I'm not a new year, new me person. I'm not that at all, but I do think there are certain points of the year that causes to reflect on a passage of time. And a new year for me is one of those where once a year has completed, I do like to look back. I look back with lots of gratitude for all the things that went well, but I also look back on the things that were challenging. And then I look on the things that were almost self-imposed challenges because of the way that I'm thinking or the way that I'm acting. And I've seen if there's anything I can do in that area. If there is, great. I will try my best to do what I can in that area. Okay? So that's where this is coming from. Yeah, it was inspired by being out with the fruit trees. But more than that, it's that new year energy of let's like take stock, in these certain areas see what's rocking see what's working great do more of that but then see if there's anything that needs to be cut away let go dropped and left in the old year so that it doesn't continue to have a big influence on me in the new year and so another thing that I've got on my list is fear and holding on to fear is something that I think all of us can relate to It's something I can massively relate to, holding on to certain fears in certain areas of my life. Now, look, am I totally fearless? No. And that's not actually what I would say is the healthiest thing to do with fear, in my personal opinion, to just be fearless. There is such thing as a healthy fear. There is such thing as a fear which is actually causing us to act in a certain way so as to keep us safe. The only problem is sometimes we're acting safe when it would be better for us, more advantageous for us to take a bit of a risk, you know, to push the envelope a little bit, you know, to go beyond the comfort zone a little bit more than we do. So fear is not something that we need to eliminate completely. I don't buy into that. And maybe in the future, I might do a longer episode looking at fear and my understanding of what fear is and how I work with it in a way that sort of works for me, but that's not for this episode. The context I wanted to look at in this episode is what fears have we got that their time has has run out? You know, where cutting that fear off is going to free us up so much to move forward in a way that's going to be impactful for us. It's going to be beneficial for us. It's going to make our lives feel better, be better. And there will be one or two of those fears there at some level. Maybe it's fear of stepping into something you've always wanted to do maybe it's the fear of you know speaking to someone on a subject that you know is going to be such an amazing conversation for both of you maybe challenging but it's something that needs to be said maybe it's fear of you know one big fear i had with the podcast was i was at the position where i had the logo i had the name i'd even recorded three episodes of the podcast but I wasn't releasing the podcast. When I looked at and said, what practically is stopping me from releasing this podcast? The answer was absolutely nothing. So I knew it was fear, fear of the reaction. What will people think when I put this out there? What will my nearest and dearest think if they put it on? And they're like, what's this clown Sean Brown getting in here to talk about all this for? Like, what's he doing that for? So I was stuck on this fear of what other people are going to think of what I want to do. And it took me, you know, it took a bit of work on my end to get to a point where... I was very comfortable releasing this and putting it out into the world. Now, as you can see, I do it on a regular basis. So it's not that these fears stay stuck and we can have, we need to have them forever. We can work with them. We can work around them. We can let them go. And then we are free to do the things that we wanted to do. So when we're looking at those fears, it's about what fears am I holding on to that I've been holding on for too long? They, they, they're having too much of a negative impact on my life and then getting the, the support and help that you think will be appropriate to help you get beyond those things. And the last thing is habits. So for me, is a habit is an action that has become something automatic that we no longer have to think about. And that's the thing with habits. Because we no longer think about them, they run a lot of our actions and our behaviors, which is brilliant if our habits are great. But I don't know anybody with a 100% score. I certainly don't have a 100% score, as you heard when I was talking about the late-night treats. So all of us have got some habits that we look and go, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I know I did. And so part of the reflection could be, you know, what habits could I be looking at and thinking, you know, is there any way that I could release that or work towards changing that habit so that it's not having as much of a, as a detrimental impact as it has been in the past so habits is another area that you can look at in this whole sort of realm of things to let go of as we move into a new season of life new phase of life now here's the thing about this new season in this new phase of life it doesn't matter when you do this don't feel like you need to wait for a new year or a new month for a new week or next monday or you know um my next birthday or whatever. Sometimes we use these tricks of I'll wait for my next birthday or I'll wait till the next new year or wait till it's summer to put something off and keep throwing it into the future. Whereas everything that happens happens now. Everything that happens happens now. No action that you're going to take is going to happen in the future. Even if you do it on a future date, the time that you take the action will be now the now of the future And so we can use that to our advantage and put things off by saying, I'll do it in this future date, not realizing that it's been a year, five years, 10 years, and that future date has never arrived. And so my tip to you would be if you found yourself doing that, find yourself throwing something continually into the future, there's a reason that you're doing that. And my antidote to that has been, one, recognize that I'm doing it, two, be honest with myself about whether I want to move beyond that and get into the action and everything that that entails and then three if I want it and I know that I want it take the action as soon as possible whilst I have the momentum and enthusiasm to get it done and so who would thought all of that would have come from trimming down some fruit trees (laughs) but that's what came for me I hope listening to my insights and ramblings on that subject helps you in some sort of way. I hope it's going to support you in helping you to get rid of things that no longer serve you and to you know take the time to reflect on that and see if there's any, any changes that you want to make in your own life. If you've enjoyed this episode and any other episode that I've put out there, there's a few things you can do to support the cause one of the things you can do is subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on whatever listener you're listening to. And the great thing about subscribing is once you do that, you will then be notified when I put new content out there. So for example, on my phone on Apple podcasts, I'm subscribed to a few podcasts. Whenever any of those sh- put out a new show, I get a notification on my screen, you know, whatever podcast it is is releasing new episode. I'm like, Oh sweet. I'll either listen to that right now if I can, or I'll listen to it when I get a- the chance. And so that's a really cool thing you can do by subscribing to the podcast. Another thing you can do if you've enjoyed the show, um, and oh, I mean this episode and you enjoy the show in general, is leave us a review just to let other people know how great or terrible <laughs> you find the show. Um, and it just gives other people an idea of what to expect when they tune in and listen to this. Another thing you can do is you can share this episode with your nearest and dearest if you think it's going to support them, if you think it's going to help them. That's um, massively appreciated as well anything you're doing to sort of get the word out about this podcast, I thank you massively. I hope it served you and I hope to see you on the next episode. Be blessed, be you, and I'll see you next time.